Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you're well. Hey, Dean. Simon. You know, I'm getting a bit bored of saying the same thing every episode at the start. That has been uh, made clear, yes. I've, um, I thought like I could make something and then we could just play it or like stick it in, insert it rather than have to say it sort of thing. Yeah, like almost literally every, every other podcast does. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's not, that's not a good plan. <laughs> so I'm not summing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a first draft. Right. Listen carefully. Any notes you've got, you know, just let me know. Yeah, no problem. Happy to provide constructive feedback as and when possible. Okay, here it comes. <coughs> you are listening to <coughs> Why Does This Podcast Exist Podcast. Bullshit. It's the number one podcast in the Cardiff area. <coughs> it's crap, isn't it? Bullshit. I've I've noticed a couple of things I could probably edit out. Okay, go on. Well, I say the name of the podcast wrong for a start. Yeah, that's a start. Well, someone says it wrong. Yeah. I'm not convinced it's you, but go on. It was like a buzzing noise as well, wasn't it? Yeah. I, a barely audible buzzing, I would have thought. Yeah, I thought it was deliberate. I thought it was like ASMR for the listeners, and get them nice and relaxed before we start. Oh, everybody loves a little bit of buzzing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we'll go with it then. Yeah. Uh, there's someone cough in the background, but or or was that you in real time? It's really hard to tell. I didn't hear any coughing. Okay, maybe it's just a you end. Oh, maybe it's me. Maybe I've got premature psychosis. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, premature to what? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> 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 right on schedule psychosis. Yeah, you scheduled in your psychosis yeah. for your mid fifties, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. I'm so analytical. <laughs> I've actually scheduled my mental breakdowns well in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I like it. Um. How about we get some list of feedback? Uh, yeah, you, right. Yeah, hear it. And you have any particular pointers about the new introduction? Um, please let us know at the usual address. Why does this thing exist podcast at gmail.com? Yeah, so, Dean, what are you going to show me this week? Well, Simon, I'm going to show you something um, educational. And I think you may find this slightly familiar. I was reminded of this uh, recently because I've been going to some schools to interview some uh, students for my latest book. And I came across a thing uh, which uh, sparked a lot of memories. And I'm fairly confident that you will also have them as well. So please okay. let me know if you remember this, um, have any particular thoughts about it. Right. Oh, yes, I remember this. Yes. Can you tell us what it is? Well, uh, I don't know what it's called, actually. Basically, it's our, it was. Our school motto. Motto, yeah, it was the motto. But it's not just a motto, it's just a no. phrase. It's an acronym. Um, apparently, if, if it spells a word, it's an acronym. If it doesn't spell a word, it's like, you know, uh, you know AA or SOS. That's an initialism. Um, so, you know, so yes. just for listener, in case you're wondering. Yeah. So, our school motto was BEST, B E S T, which stood for Behavior, Effort, Success, Trust. Mm. And that was the motto our school decided we had to live by. Um, yes. Well, I say live by. I mean, I don't think it was a. <laughs> Threat of death if we didn't, because <laughs> <laughs> even the South Wales Valley's area, the educational system wasn't that bad yet. Um, so, so like, we, I remember having a big assembly about this. So we had to, you know, have a big sort of um, sit down 
And the headmaster rolled out uh, the sort of right is our new motto, because he's from Dudley. Behaviour, effort, success, trust. That's a northern accent. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but either way, he sort of explained, this is why we're doing this. This is it. It was just a big thing to show. We have the school as a new motto. We had best on a lot of books and stuff. Mm. And um, why? <laughs> what, what, what was this meant to achieve? Uh, it was sure. my point. Well, it's a bit depressing because how much of that have I lived by? Behaviour? I am pretty well behaved. Yeah, you haven't been arrested for quite some time now. No, no. Hmm. That, you, you murder 12 people and you get a reputation. Luckily, <laughs> it <Yeah>. is fine. <laughs> you stopped before you made a double figures. At a quite That's country. right. No judge would convict for that. <laughs> yeah. How can I be called a serial killer? It was a one-off event. <laughs> yeah, it was all in one go. <laughs> yeah. Effort. Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. What's the opposite of effort? Can't be bothered uh, to find out. Ironic. I like it. Very good. Success. Uh-uh, none of that. <laughs> You've done all right, but not me, officer. I think you'll find someone. We have the number one podcast in the Cardiff area. Well, that's true. Untrust. I never really understood that one. No. What does trust mean in this context? Are we to trust them? Them to trust us? Who are them? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I first off, like this, our school was not the most uh, uh, scholastically high achieving school, so no. they were making lots of efforts to improve our standards a lot, and I appreciate that because obviously it benefited us in the long run, even though we didn't appreciate it at the time because we were very young. Um, but I, I don't see what this would have done in terms of right, these school kids need to, you know, uh, kick up the arse proverbially. Um, it was long past the time when that was an actual option. And I remember <laughs> many of the teachers openly lamenting that fact. <laughs> so you know, what did this achieve? The only reaction we've been having amongst the students is that that day, as we head towards the school buses, someone had either got a traffic cone or made a sort of, you know, you make a megaphone, you roll up a little yeah. big, big little paper, and yeah, yeah. sat on the bus and just <laughs> walked past, just bellowing, Behaviour, <laughs> success, trust. <laughs> just <laughs> all the kids as they went past, utterly bewildered. <laughs> um, anyway, actually, I think it was worth it just for that. Then. <laughs> yeah, well, thinking, that's why I remember this motto so clearly. <laughs> and this is actually, a, what I'm trying to do is a mock-up of uh, the motto, but I'm pretty sure I've got it quite spot on. Yes. It was a very uninspired graphic design. It was grey, aerial, black, italics for the main things, and just the words, behaviour, effort, success, trust. Now, I'm... Like I say, I'm fairly confident this, this motto was retroactively uh, worked out. So we want our motto to be best. Yeah. Or like someone said, what is the best motto? How about we just cut at the middleman and just have best <laughs> as the motto? We can't last too short. Well, just have an acronym. What does it stand for? Now, in our school, yeah, okay, you want the kids to behave. That was a uh, chronic issue <laughs> the school we went to, fair enough. Hmm. But they put effort in. Yes, okay, fair enough. Like a lot of kids were you know, not the most... Uh, Academically enthusiastic, so just to sort of you know encourage that would be a good idea. Right. Success. I get that you want that, but you can't make that a requirement of being in school because that's not how anything works. No, you can't insist on success. No, you can't. It can't be the baseline. Like that's what you're striving towards. And I think that it goes, uh, Christ. You <laughs> 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 can't have bez as a motto. <laughs> Some of the maracas just walking around the school. Uh Trust. I think they put that in, and we'll figure out later on. They just didn't. But even then, these things, like these acronyms, which are sort of meant to, what are they meant to do? Why would you suddenly feel like, ah, well, 
I wasn't going to behave, but now it's part of an acronym. Ooh, now I'm giving it some serious thought. Is it just an aid to memory? Is it meant to be catchier? Is it? But to remember what you'd like. Yeah. They're very big in sort of like government circles and you know, business and stuff because it just looks like someone's put effort into it. You know, things, you know, when you get up, you, know, you must, you obviously know this because of the jobs you've had, but when you get up to a certain level of management and oversight, people just try to make work to justify their wages a lot. Oh, absolutely. And, yes. and this sort of thing. The key industries. Yeah. Is, is making work to justify your role. Bullshit jobs, it's called. <laughs> yeah. Now, everybody knows what they're doing is bullshit, but won't admit it to themselves or others. Yeah. David Graeber has written about this extensively before he died. Well worth reading this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, cool. I, I will say, I have heard that accusation made in less appropriate eras, because I remember when the Large Hadron Collider sort of first started up, it was in the news. Mm. And then, of course, they had a radio world's phone in, because why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. anyone's informed about the advanced particle physics, it's... it's Call the listeners, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the listenership of Radio Wales. Um, and one guy just called in and started, it's a load of rubbish. These scientists <laughs> running experiments, they just want to justify their wages. I said, well, yeah, <laughs> so you're paid to do science, so I better do some science then, otherwise I am literally a stealer a living. So, yeah. But this sort of thing, it's like, it does seem like make work. It seems like someone's been clever, but it's not. But I don't, I mean, as a new scientist, I don't see how this would help or you know, <laughs> how this would be a beneficial, why is this more persuasive a way of doing things? I do, well, I will say that I did remember it as soon as I saw it. Hmm. Do you remember, well, you, you might not, but I can tell you what the school motto was before we moved to BEST. Yeah, yeah, for success and trust. They've got uh, a picture of the old school logo, yeah. This is probably of immense interest to the listeners. I've got to say, yeah, we are getting I'm very barely keeping right. myself awake. <laughs> yeah. I was there. We're getting very granular right now, aren't we? Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you what it is, Dean. Boys, Bordy Boys? No, no, it wasn't uh, Georgie Boys. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Georgie Best there in the Northern Irish football. Oh, I think that was my brother's school motto when he was in school. Sorry, yes. He's my no, it's me. not. It's Egni and Lewid, which means oh. energy and success. So they're really pushing the success angle. Yeah, um, always been a success. So yeah. a real breeding ground. Of success. <laughs> yeah, of school. Like uh, the, uh, the height of uh, <laughs> academic achievement was from our school mm-hmm. in the area. But before we uh, sort of you know, um, assess our old school motto, I will say such things are still in place in schools. Mm-hmm. One of the schools I went to was still using them, and that's what made me remind me of this. Now I'm going to show you that this school. I'm not going to mention what school it is. You know, they had me. They invited me in to speak to students. It was very appreciated. They're doing great work. Yeah, but so if school... you do want to find out, listeners, and then abuse them online, just go to Dean's Twitter feed. Um, All the evidence yeah. is there. <laughs> There's more than one on my Twitter feed. So ah, few schools, yeah, he's so. got to just yeah, abuse them all, it. listeners. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's fair enough. But they're still using this sort of thing. Now, I'm going to show you, uh, you know, some of the ones I found, which is like spark the memory. And they've got quite a few on the go. Um, so this one, this is Steps, S-T-E-P-S. Okay. Sir or miss, thank you, excuse me. Please and sorry, steps. Hmm. Now this is like sort of the general sort of um, acronym. Remember the basic um, manners protocol. Yes. There's a lot of different sort of um, cultures in the school. It's, a, it's an inner city one, so I know, fair enough. I think that makes a certain amount of sense. I can see that as an aid to memory. But, you, but you've got to remember steps. And if you're thinking about manners, why would the word steps come to your mind? Exactly. This is my, this is my thinking. As in, like, you can't just use it you know, in a relevant acronym. 
you can, yeah, you can't just pick a word and then associate mm. all the things with it. Yeah, that would, that would be my thinking, but obviously I'm not uh, in the majority here because these things do keep popping up. There's another one. Uh, this one is slant. Oh, come on, slant. I'd sit up straight, arms folded, listen, answer questions, never interrupt, track the teacher. And I'm guessing Track the teacher? Yeah, that's a behaviour in the classroom, which is different to manners, I guess. It's what you should do during... Um, <laughs> do a lesson protocol, I suppose. What is track the teacher? Just keep your eyes on them, I suppose. Just you know, don't look away and talk to someone else. <laughs> Would be my okay. guess. Now, so we've had steps, we've had slant. You see the mm. theme here. So there's one no, more, not at all. Carry on. In terms of the words, single syllables starts with S. Right. Um, the third one. Uh, Would just Kate has to guess what it'll be? Steps, uh, slant, pork. Hawk. Yeah. Okay. Well, close. It's a laser quack. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Come on. It's it's through me as well. L A S A C A W A C. Laser quack. (laughs) Which is, I think, the protocol for self guided learning. Look and say and cover and write and check. My God, laser it's, quack! It's really, I said laser quack. Go for step slant. That's not a real curveball in there. Laser quack. <laughs> it isn't a word. It really sounds like it should be. It does. Just remember the laser quack. <laughs> No, this place, they've got it all wrong. <laughs> Slant and steps. I was already criticising that. Yeah. Laser quack, come on. I know. That's what really tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> Laser quack. You I can't... Am... This, this, what they're trying to say here, is a, it's a full paragraph. You can't put that into some kind of acronym. But also... It's one of the things, like, if, like, like I say, the whole trust thing, I've got to put something in there just to make it seem coherent. Is this one, if you, if you can't think of a third S word, which is a steps, slant, slide, I don't know, steps yeah, and slant, yeah, yeah. sight, something good, steps, slant, laser quack. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess kids aren't going to forget laser quack. <laughs> I don't think it's going to give the impact you want it to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, hang on, this. Try and work out what they want the students to do, and then we'll see if we can f- mm. force another acronym of yeah. that's better than laser quack. So it yeah. says, look and say and cover and write and check. Now, that doesn't mean anything to me. So it says... I think it's about self-guided learning. So like, you know, as in when you're trying to study by yourself, look at the information, say it out loud to help you remember it, cover it up so you don't, you know, you know I'm, I'm not going to prompt, then write it down. It's basically it's repetition and revision. It's what they're trying to make. It's revision, revision, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's revising. Um, it's powered yeah. fashion learning, isn't it? Yeah, rote learning, essentially. Yeah, rote um, learning. So I'm not, you know, not entirely sure how helpful that is either, but... Uh, yeah, but... Um, I mean... <laughs> I don't oh, think, yeah, fuck I, it. I think laser quack is the best you can do. <laughs> <laughs> no, think about it. I, I feel I'm unfairly maligned. <laughs> yeah. Of, well done for getting this far. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> laser quack. I'm not going to forget laser quack. So oh, there's a <laughs> there's that. So basically, uh, school mottos as acronyms, which make no sense to anyone. I'm not sure what they're for. How would you score such a thing? 
Zero. Absolute garbage. Now I'm going to give it a one. Hmm. Um, I think the laser quack has shown that there's a lot of scope here for absolutely fucking the children's brains. <laughs> if, you want to, if that's your goal, yeah, it was, it's worth a point. I'll give it a two because despite my um, protestations, you know, clearly I still remember best and uh, I don't think I'll ever forget laser quack. So they, they have some psychological impact. Good luck to you. Laser quack. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope the last section didn't fry your brains too much with that information overload. <laughs> right. So, Dean, what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you something. Hmm. It's, well, it's a bit of a cheat one because nobody's really sure if it did exist or not. Okay. But there was definitely a patent approved for it. That's enough. That's fine. The documentation, I'll allow it. Not that I that would say in the matter anyway, but <laughs> in case you're wondering, I'm fine with this. Marvellous. This is something uh, from 1899. Okay. Here it is. Okay, then. Okay. It's called The Horsey Horseless Carriage. <laughs> and what it right. is, is okay. when, they, when the motor car hmm. was first gaining popularity and prevalence, still the majority of users of the road were horse carriage, horse-drawn carriages. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge spate of horses being startled right, by people okay. because the, the laws of the road when you know of what mm-hmm. to do around a horse in, if you're in a car hadn't been bedded in yet, I guess. Yeah. There's a stat that I found that said that uh, in a year in New York City in 1899, there were 300 deaths caused by horses going wild because they've been frightened by cars. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can actually believe that. Yeah. In the year that the article was written, less yeah. than three hundred people died as a result of uh, being hit by a car or car-based injuries in New York. Right. And if you imagine how many more people live in New York now than they did then, and how many more cars there are on the road than horses and cars were in the road then, right? It was probably a big bad idea. Yeah. So one guy had the ingenious idea of basically disguising cars as horses. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can see that's what's happened here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So you say like you don't you know there's no this is a patent but we're not sure when one was ever built but that's yeah fine. That's, they, um, they probably were built but there's no photographic evidence of a real one or the only things we've got are mock-ups and the, the diagrams from the patent itself. Yeah. Well, 1899, you wouldn't expect much photographic evidence, especially if they didn't enter sort of general circulation. So that's exactly. not, um, that's not a thing. Um, I can sort of see the logic there. I mean, it's sort of like an odd solution to an actual problem. So I'm not too opposed on that grounds. I like the fact that with, between this and laser quack, we've got two like farm animals meet technology <laughs> in baffling ways. But uh, that, that's just pure coincidence. Um, Shall I describe it for the listener? Yes, please do. So basically, it's a, a car from the day, and if you can picture a really old-timey car, and then they've stuck a life-size horse from the chest up, potentially yeah. from the chest up, just plastered it onto the front of it. Yeah. So I have a number of questions here. Yeah. And um, obviously, this must be a car with a combustion engine. Otherwise, what's the point of this? No, so yes. it clearly clears that. 
how far did they go to make the horse part horse-like? As in, is this just like some sort of like you know, clay mock-up of a horse's head? In which case, the horse is probably going to be slightly modified at best, probably not much. Or have they gone actually? Have they actually got like a taxidermied horse head and to jam it on the front of a car? And you know, does the car make noises like a horse? <laughs> does the well, car occasionally just drop a load of shit up the back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about this defecating, but I can answer the other part of the question. Oh, okay, cool. It was designed to look as much like horse as possible, um, even to the extent where its mouth moved up and down. And if you wanted to honk the horn, the horn was in the inside of the horse's mouth. Just like every and other horse, yeah. That's how horses communicate there by honking. Yeah. <laughs> they do. The fabulous honking horses of New York City. <laughs> they, the mouth would go up and down and it would honk. Um, the man who designed it also thought that maybe you could store the gasoline inside the horse, which no, so, probably that doesn't sound like a good idea to me. No, so this actually seems to be counter counteracting my original point of making it as a horse-like as possible. So this horse honks and it's full of gasoline. <laughs> so any horse that encounters is going, something is horrifically wrong with this horse. It's got wheels for a start. <laughs> it's honking at me. It smells like petroleum death. <laughs> and its mouth is moving like a zombie. That's, that's too scarier for a horse, not, not less. I've got a, a statement from the inventor um, about why he thinks this is a good idea. Oh, I thought I had a police statement. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to to arrest him for crimes against God. He says, if a car looks like a horse, actual horses won't be scared of it and they won't cause a ruckus. The live horse would be thinking of another horse. And before he could discover his error and see that he had been fooled, the strange carriage would have passed. And then it would be too late to grow frantic and fractious. Problem solved. Yeah. Now, this is one of those things where someone's had... In their defence, a logical idea for a solution to a problem, but missing several reams of information <laughs> which are relevant to the situation, such as the horse will realise it's been fooled. <laughs> like, oh, gosh darn it, <laughs> I thought that was a horse. Well, isn't there egg on my face? <laughs> Rather than just going, <laughs> just constantly, which is actually what goes to a horse's mind at any given moment. <laughs> but also, this, this idea that, you know, all you need to fool a, a horse that is another horse is... A horse head attached to a, what, what, from its perspective, is a screaming metal beast. Yes, because in my experience, horses no, they don't recognize other species as particularly well. Uh, because I remember my dog went, my old dog when I was grown up, took a long walk down the field by us, and there was a lot of horses around us. There was a horse in the field in the distance, and he ran towards it, thinking, "Oh look, there's a dog. I'll go play with that dog." But we saw him get towards closer, closer to the field. He got to the gate where the horse was just stood and he did a sort of frantic backpedal <laughs> in his head, thinking like, hmm, that dog is getting close there, but I'm not anywhere closer to it. This this, this does not compute. And they got there like, this dog is gargantuan. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone <laughs> and run away. So I don't think a horse will look at a, a horse head on a car and think, well, standard horse, nothing to worry about here. <laughs> just, and even if it did, she was going to be a more terrifying horse because it's not doing any horse-based things. Yeah. And it's going incredibly fast, and there's men and smoke coming off it. Yeah, that's another. <laughs> yeah. All these things aren't horse-like behaviour. So even if you accept that a horse isn't the most intelligent animal in the world, it's only some instinctive understanding of what what is and isn't a horse. <laughs> Otherwise, like the species would die out. They keep trying to hump trees, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. <sighs> so I guess at the time, if they were made, it didn't work. And then 
Somebody took the idea up further then, later on after that. Uh, so five years later, 1904, clearly this was still an idea that people were ruminating on. And they, I guess they must have thought that, oh, it's not working because it doesn't look enough like a horse. Yeah. So what the idea next was to do was to just attach a full-size fake horse to the front of every car. Right. Okay. That's you know what this actually is familiar to something else I've encountered in recent years. Have you ever played Bioshock Infinite? No. It's um. This is obviously another sequel to the Bioshock franchise. First Bioshock games are set in Rapture, nineteen sixties city under the sea, in a base on the timeline. Really good game. I recommend them. But, but Infinite is set in nineteen twenties, uh, or like nineteen sixteen or something. You know, pre-war I think. Um, in this advanced city. And instead of cars, they have robot horses, right? Like pulling, like sort of pulling cars around, but these robot horses with like big sparks in the back, like tss, tss, very steampunky. But the city is a floating city, so they're basically physics discovered a lot much earlier. So they've got the technology to make a city float in the sky, but they hadn't figured out cars, oh. which, I thought, <laughs> which I thought was odd. But actually, because there's a lot of really sort of deep granular research in there, if they've undercovered this, that would be the next logical progression from. Cars with horse shape on the front to horses like fake horses in the front of cars to actual robot horses which mimic horse behavior. So it could be just like a sort of you know, they thought, well, given the technology at the time, this is what would happen. So maybe there's something to it. So, yeah, fair play <laughs> if that's the case. Well, I mean, not really helpful, but <laughs> I thought you might like it. Prolong the conversation a bit longer because. Um, Here's a picture, Dean. Oh, of, my God. Um, <laughs> it's a diagram and everything. Yeah. Oh, so wow. this is from the patent. Uh, this is from the one where it's there for the listeners to see as well. This is from the, the latter version. And uh, the guy has, it's, it's got the horn in its mouth and the moving jaw. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some of, because this is a, would be a full-size horse on the front of the car, it would have to illuminate the way at night, wouldn't it? Yes, So what oh, they've God. done is... Jesus Christ. They've hollowed out his head and they've stuck an oil lamp in there. So the oil lamp would they'd like to beam out of the horse's eyes. <laughs> so if a horse is walking along at night, they go, oh, yeah. look, there's another horse with honking mouth wheels and glowing, <laughs> glowing dead eyes in the middle yeah. of the night. That's not at all terrifying. <laughs> I'm perfectly calm. Oh, I've been fooled. <laughs> Damn you. You've got me again. Yeah. Don't beetle. <laughs> Shaking his fist, his hoofed fist. <laughs> what type of animal would you like to ride around on, Dean? No, I'll uh, rephrase that. What yeah. like what type of animal would you like to slap on the front of your car and then drive around? I think the juxtaposition of big thing and small thing is quite funny. So if yes. it's just like like a rabbit or something or a hamster, just yeah. on the but what it looks so sort of weirdly aggressive <laughs> like coming at you like <laughs> with a, with a little hooter in its mouth and yeah, his um, head filled with oil. Yeah, go on. Well, you wouldn't get much oil with a hamster head, would you? So you have to have sort of, I think you got the cheeks, really inflated cheeks, <laughs> like, like two space hoppers full of oil and a hamster's <laughs> cheeks. Most deeply unsettling car in the world. <laughs> How about you, sir? What sort of animal would you like to mount to the front of your car, like the prow of a ship? Well, I'd like to go the other way. I'd like to have a small car and then, like, a massive animal. <laughs> okay, but what's something? And I, yeah, exactly. Like, but I, no, I think I'd pick an animal which doesn't even live on the land. 
like um, yeah. walrus or something. And I was walrus, full on walrus, like a, robotic. Yeah. <laughs> but a swordfish, that'd be quite fun because that makes a car like an also a weapon. Yes, very dangerous. Even yeah. at 20 miles an hour, that sounds dangerous to me, dude. Well, actually, that's the thing I wanted to mention as well because I remember seeing a stat uh, quite some time ago now, but comparatively, if you look at hitting the same speed, it's actually much more dangerous to you to be hit by a horse than a car, a modern car, because cars are designed to crumple on impact. Yeah, well, I suppose a horse going 80 miles an hour has got to be... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're both going to 20 miles an hour... Right, right, like, I see what you're saying. A, yeah, 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 a horse yeah. 80 miles an hour, that's a whole other level of concern. <laughs> it's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Screaming frantically, yeah. little legs are disintegrated under it. But, um, yeah. but Massive yeah, the, uh, psychological damage <laughs> done by that. Yeah. <laughs> I already see those glowing-eyed horses in the middle. <laughs> this one's going 80 miles an hour, which is physically impossible. Yeah, and it's identified and trampled me. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of horse-based trauma going on, Doc. <laughs> um, but it's in because obviously a horse is actually just a solid wall of muscle and bone, really. So that hits you the same speed. It's actually much worse. It's brute, brute force impact. So these car horses are completely sort of rude in the equation. <laughs> are you being hit by a horse or are you being hit by a car? It's hard to say. So we probably, they must have made it doubly more dangerous then. If you, yeah, you think yeah. it's more, more like an exponential <laughs> it's car squared by horse. <laughs> <That's the impact. laughs> car to the power of horse. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Solve <laughs> 20 seconds. Laser quack. <laughs> I remember, do your B-E-S-T. <laughs> Imagine shouting. Well, you would be going to schools a lot to teach the kids of new to help them. No, uh, what have you been doing? Why have you been going to schools? I'm doing research on my book. I mean, it's, it's aimed at uh, teenagers, so I've been, uh, yeah, I've been grateful for my opportunities. To, uh, I've been allowed to be there. <laughs> I'm just snuck in and saying, "No, children, do you want to talk to me about a book?" <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yes, I've got a podcast. I'm looking for anagrams. Uh, you know, I. You might have to, you might have to edit this out, but I've just realised. How many uh, prominent males have used? I'm doing research for a book (laughs) when caught in such (laughs) compromising situations. I wish I had thought to say that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I got there first. (laughs) So Uh, basically, you're going around these schools asking children what they want, and then you're going to write a book about it. It was that devoid of ideas, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, why not? When you stick a fucking hooter in an animal's mouth, try and drive that around Cardiff. Write a book about that. I haven't thought of it before now, but now I might. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're going to have to. (laughs) You sound like my agent. (laughs) Dean, are you devoid of ideas? No, I got got, got at least three more. (laughs) 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 He said you had five. Two others of assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Laser quack is not an idea. (laughs) It's not mine. Barely anything. (laughs) It's not even a word. (laughs) I had that conversation with my son recently, not about laser quack, but... um, is it like prime juice drink stuff? Oh, yeah. You know, the YouTube endorsed energy drink or whatever the hell it is. He's sort of, sort of, you know, it's past now, but he was really into it. Like all, every single one of his friends and seemingly half the planet of children. But he said, Oh, daddy, you, you really like it. It's really, it's really nice. It's, uh, it's like, try this. It's all natural ingredients. I said, What do you mean it's all natural ingredients? It's all natural ingredients. I said, The bottle I said, flavor metamoon. I said, It's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a naturally occurring thing. <laughs> This is plucked straight from the metamoon tree. <laughs> well, I suppose ideas are naturally occurring, and 
<laughs> the idea to create an audible concoction of some um, yeah. poisons then. <laughs> I, I did actually try it, and it, 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 I described it as um, it tastes like something you siphon from the battery of a car made entirely of sweets. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, that brings us back to automobiles, and here we are, full circle. See, it was relevant. Have I got anything else to tell you about this fucking horse thing? Um, <laughs> Don't tell me have to fuck it as well. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wish I hadn't even brought it up. Yeah. Oh, God. How come you're a catfish this podcast that I wish I hadn't brought it up? <laughs> Ultimately, no, I don't. Let's finish this. I can't be bothered talking about this stupid horse anymore. Okay. Um, so, it comes to points for... What are we scoring here? The notion, the, the invention, the, the concept? Uh... Um, uh, Just the idea. The idea yeah. of attaching animals to cars. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three, because despite all the mockery I've thrown at it, I do like the thinking of, we have a problem. Horses getting spooked by cars. Yes. Here is what could be a practical solution to that problem. I'm going to guess it wasn't because there are several things missing, but I like that sort of thinking. Someone's like, no, because sometimes it works. Sometimes you just you just get uh, someone someone who thinks in straight lines is uh, yeah. <laughs> is um you know people should be should be, people should be applauded for that even if it doesn't come off. I think you're right, Daddy. I think not enough problems are even attempted to be solved by attaching a horse to them nowadays. <laughs> You know what? That is, that is literally a true statement. Yeah. Very few problems are solved by taking a touch of horse to it. Well, well, maybe we should start. Come on, listeners. Let's get touch of the government. Like, the schools are collapsing. Oh, well, I've got an idea for you. Is it laser? Is it laser quack? It is not laser quack. <laughs> it's gasoline horse. <laughs> uh, four for me, then. Hello there. Hello. Section three of this podcast. Who'd, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Section three is random Wikipedia article. Who's man in the car? You can do it this week. I've had enough of screen sharing. It's tiring me out. Okay, well. I've I've ceded control of the podcast to Dean for this section. He and has. Uh, it makes little to no difference to you, listener, but just so you know. Yeah. So. Random I'm hoping it'll make some kind of difference to me. I'm, I'm, oh, I'll just carry on, Dean. Go for it, Dean. Dean. <laughs> okay. Talk so... me out of it, Dean. <laughs> Talk you off the edge of the time. Yeah, I'm very near the edge, Dean. Remember, B-E-S-T. Behaviour, yeah. effort, success. Why was that the first thing that came to mind? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ. All right, find a Wikipedia article. Three, two, one, here we go. Hey, B-E-S-T, Burnett's Excellent Section Time. Oh, yeah, we'll go, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, we're already <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Roger Mosey. Roger Mosey, okay. In British, he's still alive, so let's uh, tread carefully. <laughs> he's a British author, broadcast, and current master of Selwyn College, Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Nothing cheers me more than libeling people, Dean, so I think <laughs> we're on to a good one, yeah. Um, previous head of BBC Television News and director mm. of Beijing 2020 Olympic Games coverage. Wow. Okay, so he's a high-up BBC man. Um, have you heard of him? No. He's one of these creatures from behind the scenes. Very yeah. influential and important, no doubt. 
He often contributes articles and columns to international newspapers, including The Guardian, The Times, The Spectator, New Statesman, and The Daily Telegraph. That's quite a remit, isn't it? That's quite a, a wide he's, range. Uh, yeah, he's running the gamut there. Yeah. Probably a very narrow opinion, which will appeal <laughs> to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I like cheese by Roger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, isn't the BBC great? <laughs> and then something about shooting down boats or something like that, probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you probably you can contextualize that in different ways, and then uh, people enjoy that. But no, I've never hit the name. Um, never met him in the Guardian Towers. No, no. Well, I've got hey, you showed me the Guardian Building the other day when I we did, were in yes, London, didn't you? Yeah, yes, um, yeah. Outside the Guardian Building, there's um, uh, oh God, yeah, <laughs> like a bit of graffiti that says "Ass is free." <laughs> It says free Assange, but oh. it's it's written in such a way which just says free ass. <laughs> and no one's no one's really on that, are they? They look for the number or the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure, that, like in 2020, people aren't like, oh, where do I get my illicit sex riddles? Let's read some graffiti and find a number from it. There are probably easier ways these days. It is weird. Yeah, just uh, going to that building next door, the one that says Guardian written on it. Free ass. <laughs> yeah, someone will give you a really rough hand job. <laughs> well, they keep asking for donations on their articles now, so like, yeah. maybe they're getting quite desperate <laughs> outside the office. Like, look, just subscribe. Five hundred a month will give you some free ass. <laughs> 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 Not sure that's legal anyway. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. Media, isn't it? <laughs> free speech. <laughs> of all the people uh, that you met at the Guardian, Dean, who who would you, who would you say would be the best at uh, giving out hand jobs for cash? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I told you this would be the libelous section. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Don't answer that question, Dean. Yeah. You'll never go to a school again. Yeah. How will you well, write that book? I think Alan Rusperjads has very soft looking hands, to be honest. So. Who? Alan Rusperjads? Yeah. Alan Rusperjads, the old, the old editor. So. Oh, right. oh, I don't know him either. Yeah. He's, yeah. to me, as famous as Roger Mosey. He looks like Odo from Deep Space Nine, but the actor, not the character necessarily. Okay, okay. Look like Ready or whatever his name is. Um, ah, yes, yes, yes. Big, smooth yeah. face with a long, pointy nose. Um, so, career of Roger Mosey. Uh, obviously, joined Pennine Radio Bradford. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Ed of Radio 4 Today from Martin 93. Controlled BBC Radio 5 Live. Today, won Sony Gold Awards in 1945. Uh, so he did a good job with all accounts. Let's find out if he's a public school boy, Dean, and then we'll find out what the motto of that school is. Oh, I mean, were you going to bother asking? Uh, entered at Bradford Grammar School. There we go. Bradford Grammar School, okay. Uh, Wadham College, private. Oxford. All right. Yeah. Uh, Peter University Challenge, of course he did. Um Gascoigne. Uh, oh, here we go. Upon leaving the BBC, Mosley wrote to the various biases in the work of the organisation, right to the Times, he said the organisation was too left-wing. <laughs> Failed to give enough space to anti-immigration views or to EU withdrawal lists and a uniformity of views. There we go. Usual ah, standard fair. So he's an absolute bastard. <laughs> yeah. A personal life. His interests include football, he's bad for city friend, movies, reading thrillers and political biographies. Jesus Christ. Mm. Is that... For someone who was involved so high up in the media... Obviously, exposed a lot of you know, people and stuff, and was very open, outspoken. That's a, that's a very, very small list of um, personal qualities and traits, isn't it? Yeah, there's not a lot known about this guy, is there? Which I find suspicious. Yeah, very someone suspicious. Someone, someone who's had that much clout. Yeah, that's a, 
I don't say stranglehold, but some, such influence over what we consume and read. Like, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, build accounts. Like, uh, no, I can't read about, can't hear can my views. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I hate that. Hey, Dean, it's head of sport. You cancel grandstand. I used to like grandstand. That's not match of the day, is it? So obviously not grandstand. No, grandstand was on in the afternoon. <coughs> it was Which basically was the... where the live sport would be on on a Saturday afternoon. Yes, that's right. Deadline Deadline them. them. Yeah. Yeah. What was the, what was the theme of the grandstand? <laughs> I don't match the day theme. Uh, sport. It was a sporting theme programme. No, I mean, what was the theme team? Yeah, I never meant that. I was just All right. <laughs> All right, one point to you. One point to you. Uh, let's find out. Uh, take me to the theme to Grandstand. I can't remember where it is. Let's see if I become overawed with emotion when I hear the Grandstand theme. Oh, exactly. I recognise these title sequences now. That's oh, the one. There we are. Instant memories. Yeah. I knew I knew it, but I couldn't remember which one's which. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what sport, but I know this, like the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't remember what well at all, to be honest. <laughs> That's one thing I never see. <laughs> it gives you real insight into how better things were then, where you had all these sports on terrestrial telly on the Saturday afternoon boxing, horses. That's still on. Um, rugby league, that's still on. Rugby union, some football there. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. That's what I remember it from. <laughs> when you came into the front room once, we were standing there saying, you, for some reason, you just went, na, 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 Hong Kong. <laughs> I was doing a dance. <laughs> I can't remember the context of that at all, but it's a very, very powerful memory. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are we going to give uh, Roger Mosley? Um, hey, no, hang on, no, look back to the article. Is he related to the Mosleys who were of the far right? No, because he's yeah. yes, yes. Well, you know that, that could easily be a name change for you know uh, plausible deniability reasons. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be he's from Bradford as well. They were Londoners, mm. wouldn't they? No, right, Oswald Mosley and his gang. Yeah, okay. Um, the article's fairly perfunctory, fairly straightforward. Or oh, the lack of personal details, I think, is telling. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a two, because it does its job okay, but I just don't like the sound of him. Yeah, I'm going to give you one. Very similar reasons. Mm. No, I'm going to give it three. I'd like listening to that song. <laughs> and it led us there, at least. So that's something. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> 